Hi, Jimmy here. Welcome to another special bubble episode of Shoulders of Giants. We thought it'd be fun to include a quick discussion that Sheppy and I had about the Thanksgiving classic planes, trains and automobiles. This is in direct response to a YouTube video I'd sent Sheppy earlier. We've included the link as part of the pod description. And uh, feel free to check out that link if you're a big Planes, Trains and Automobiles fan. It's really, really quite fantastic and goes through some of the deleted scenes that weren't included in the in the final cut of the movie. Uh, the conversation moves on to another movie, uh, Home for the Holidays, and also touches on Brett Goldstein's podcast, Films to be Buried With. And I'll include a link to that in the show's uh, description as well. So hope you enjoy this brief bubble episode. Look, as you say, as I say, and I'm so stupid because I just asked Marta to pass me my little book with my extra notes so I'm organised. And she offered to give me some water, but I was like, no, no, no. And now I'm like, oh, I should. And I'm far away from the table and I can't reach the water. Get the water, Sheppy. It's too important. You're closer. Can you just pass it to me? Yeah, You're yeah. there. The water's there up. Wouldn't that, be- <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? I close my eyes. And, you know, that's like a somewhere in time. Oh, Better than that. My plan <laughs> worked. <laughs> thank you so much to have you so desperate for water i just wish that marta had well i wish i had enough to glug and splash all over my face and i wish marta had a glass full of sand to hand you as well <laughs> oh god that's great and yeah yeah and yours just spitting everywhere <laughs> lovely so the double bill the thanksgiving double bill that me and martush did the other day last weekend i guess and we did uh, Planes, Trains, of course. And that documentary thing was fascinating, as you say. By the way, I think the clip, when we watched it as part of our Huge Hughes trilogy that day in Cranley, I think the version we saw had the bit with the guy's hair going in Neil's food in the plane, because it was a different version. Yeah, and that's not I, in the I just version. love the exchange with the food and him taking his food and then the guy yeah. with the roll and the oh, it's amazing. Who looks like a Muppet, the old man who's <laughs> dead. He looks exactly like a Muppet. It's wonderful. Uh, um, by the way, I think when I watched it, I had this, I think I have the same revelation each time I watch it, but then I forget. So I think this is like the fifth time I've had this revelation. It's a real Louis wannabe. But their car, the automobile of the title is, it's not the same make, but it's the same model. No, it's not the same model, but it's the same make but as the Griswold family truckster. And that's not a coincidence. It's got the exact same green paneling on the side. It's, oh. it's and it, you know, and that's on the poster some of the time. And that, and it's a pure Hughes. So maybe they even got it of Eugene I Levy. Talk about Kill Your Darlings. They, they do time, Sheppy, for God's sake. You know, I mean, it's just it's quite... Yeah. You know, I, I, him, I him punching him in the face is unnecessary at that point. That's after them getting drunk, tequila man. So I'm yeah. glad they didn't have the punch in the face. And I'm glad they didn't have the subplot with the wife because that diminishes that moment for me because I like the fact that they're meeting and they're both aware, you know, like the wife's... From his point of view, it's like, you know, the two most important people now 
in Neil's life, the meeting. And so it's that connection on equal. Whereas if she's just relieved, then it takes something away from that connection. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like so I like it all. And it's interesting because yes, if I was writing it, for example, I would definitely do something with the wife so it wasn't just a phone call and her being suspicious of an affair is a possible road to go down. But I'm so glad they took it out again because it's unnecessary and it makes everything else more streamlined. And we don't need to know her, frankly, that it's not about and, her. And the flashback of the Thanksgiving dinner is perfect yes. because it's yes. too cheesy to be real. So it's quite... Yeah. It's And it, 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 it's, it echoes in a really nice way, I think. It's cool. It's sort of, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and Mittens, yeah. Mittens works better. And also that whole end scene is such a spine shiver fist pump because it's like when he comes back and he says, my wife's fucking dead. And then it's that long shot on um, Martin's face and he, he's sad and then he makes these resolute and he looks up and then it's a beat on his face and then it cuts just Neil Simon and shit and then walking. And if it was that whole shit of them going to the cafe, which sounds lovely and that Steve Martin story is lovely, but in terms of the film, I'm so glad they didn't use it because it's, again, it's such a bad nail and then walking down and then it goes straight into, hey, Mrs. Page, hey, Mr. Grivers, mittens. So it, it elevates everything. It's like Rocky. It just like, it's so satisfying. I completely yeah, agree, just, too. And yeah, it sort of sets yeah. the Game of Thrones template a bit as well, doesn't it? Because you spend <laughs> like 500 seasons where it takes people three seasons to go like this far on the map. And then like in the last season, it's like, don't worry about it. We're going to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, right. Yeah, fair play. They just go from train station to home. Like, boy, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> You don't need it. It's not like Return of the King. We don't need to see the whole journey back from the train station. <laughs> so it's fine. And I like to think it's there. Um, you know, it's like a 10-minute walk anyway. So it's yeah. like the train station is it's just around, you know. it's You see Ferris hanging around. There's graffiti on the wall saying, say, Ferris. Nice. That's a fucking lovely touch, Sheppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That podcast coming soon. I did think that there are two possibilities in my mind for a sequel. If, the, if we were to do that podcast, I can see two storylines potentially. Well, maybe what we're going to talk about today, I mean, you're talking about the same characters there, aren't you? But when we get to the end today, I mean, I'd love to have seen those two reteamed. But, um, yeah. but anyway. Yeah, for long. Oh, well, Candy. They told it, yeah. Well, they, they told him to lose weight, but he said he wouldn't be as popular if he lost it. Being being big was his, you know, gimmick in a way. And it's like, oh, mate, I would, I wouldn't mind. Oh. Look at John Goodman; he's looking great these days. I saw. Uh, I was just this week. I listened to Bill Pullman uh, on What the Fuck, the old Mark Maron uh, one, and it was nice. lovely. And he was talking about Spaceballs and how John Candy yeah. took him under his wing. Because he didn't Aww. know what he was doing. It's like his first or second ever movie after right. Ruthless People, I think. And, right, yeah. and he was just like shit. And Mel Brooks kept saying to him, Pullman, you've got to hurry up on your lines and all this sort of uh, stuff. And, uh, and uh, uh, Candy used to take him to his trailer. And Candy was on a diet and he was eating like really, you know, rabbit food or whatever. And but then <laughs> following it up with like, you know, six donuts. Sort of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's lovely. I need to listen to the Mark Maron, but then I'm really, I'm, I'm getting really deep into my Brett Goldstein now. 
I keep Damn. my voice keeps turning. I'm just talking to like Calabos and stuff. I'm like, come on, get on with it. <laughs> I keep because I'm listening and I'm watching Ted Lasso. So I, I keep so I might even do that in this podcast. I've been doing it in lessons because I'll be listening to it just as I'm getting ready before the lesson. I stop, I plug in, and then I'm like, oh, right, how is everyone doing today? I mean, maybe not to that extent, but it's like, yeah, it's like, learn your grammar, innit? So I've been doing that. I also yeah, was getting into the little variations in him saying, oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah. I'm so sorry you're dead. Yeah, yeah. I have to say that. Um, I'm like, okay. Okay, you know, because he milks it an equal amount for every single time, which is fair it. enough that that person, but it is like, okay, right. But that's cool. One other thing I wanted to say about um, Thanksgiving is we weren't planning on it, but I had coming home for the holidays on, um, you know, have you ever seen that? Um, home oh, for the holidays. Oh, no. It's it's a nice Thanksgiving film. It's directed by Jodie Foster and it's with Holly Hunter. It's like 95 it's Holly Hunter and she comes home for Thanksgiving and it's sort of comedy drama type, you know, family in that sort of Christmassy sort of situation. But it's Thanksgiving. Charles Durning is the dad. Someone like Anne Bancroft is the mum. And uh, Robert Downey Jr., 1995's Robert Downey Jr. as the gay brother. Um, and Dermot now, not the guy from that thing I did, but the other guy, <laughs> Dermot Meowface, the guy who looks a bit like a horse and he's in, he's Clint Eastwood's partner in, in The Line of Fire. Yeah. Shot by Malkovich. <laughs> Dermot Meowface, he's in it as well. And there's a lovely bit where it's obvious that, I love it when this sort of shit happens in films. There's a bit where, he, she's talking and around the dinner table and it's a close-up and he suddenly just comes into frame with like a massive like a pumpkin pie like an entire pie his pumpkin pie like really up to her face and she bursts out laughing and it cuts and i think that's totally him doing it to fuck with her and right. then later he's talking and he's got a relatively long speech of just natural conversation but just going off on one like this and she's like right in his face going ah ah and he's like uh, just sort of getting through the lines and so I think they were just doing that all the time and it's nice that Jody kept it in and it's really cool so I like that it's a, it's a I, very good film I really recommend it I think it was uh, it might have been Gervais on that gold scene someone recently on the gold scene was saying people don't laugh at each other's jokes enough on movies and I think it's fucking true yeah. and you yeah, could just right. be, you could become like the next bloody Phoebe Waller-Bridge and a genius just by couples laughing at each other's jokes and that being the thing it, that was it someone was saying about Diane Keaton actually laughing at one of Woody Allen's jokes really mm. hard in right. the, and they're keeping the take and right. it's nice and you're like I love yeah. stuff like that that happens all the time and I'm always very happy when I spot it. Yeah. It's good. Sometimes they're obviously corpsing. If you watch the pitch meeting for Friends, funnily enough, they say, uh, one of the things he says is, um, oh, this guy at Chandler, he's going to be the funny guy? He goes, yeah, yeah. But nobody is ever going to, none of the friends are ever going right. to laugh at any of his jokes. Right, right. Oh, amazing. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's so dark. Where do you put it like that? You're right. It's exactly that's it. They don't laugh at each other's jokes in Seinfeld, but that's because they don't like each other. So it's okay. That's <laughs> fine. In Cheers, oh, they laugh. You know, it'll cut to Sam laughing or something. 
So that's nice. I saw such a nice photo of Nimoy directing Selick holding the baby um, the other day. It was really nice. I'm going to try and find it. So when it comes to that, I'll use that on the Insta. Nice ships. Well, listen, listen, we can't. <laughs> I'm so glad we started in. early. It's so ridiculous. We're 20 minutes in, but this is a nice warm up. And we can use this at some point. We I'm sure. There's a place trains, definitely. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice warm We'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at shoulderspod.com or shoulderspod at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.